Welcome back to the pod. What's this up? This is Podnum. Glad to have y'all tuned in. How are we doing today, guys? Oh, yeah, baby. You know, we're here. Everybody having a nice and okay good. day? Yeah. Nice little, nice little chill day. Yeah. Very Happy chill. MLK day to all of you um, listening to this same day. For sure. That's a lot of love. Appreciate y'all. Um, how are you guys celebrating MLK Day today? I watched Holes. We uh we watched a uh, a really great Jamie Foxx movie. Oh yeah, Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, that was Dang. pretty great. That shit is nuts, dude. I, I love that. That's that. crazy. And you rewatched Last of Us? Yeah, and I rewatched Last of Us this morning because that shit dropped last night and it was just fucking incredible. I also watched like, Last of Us. You guys had a good little movie day. Last good. of Us, Law Abiding Citizen, Holes. What else did I watch? You I watched something watch right it. before Law Abiding Citizen too. I can't remember the name now though. Let's just talk about how Josh said he wasn't going to watch Last of Us with us last night. Okay, here's the and deal. Watched it with Nick. After. I didn't think Whoa. that it was that good. Because, again, I thought this thing was going to be like a spaghetti western. No cap. I, I've never played the game. I've never seen anybody play it. I just had heard some soundtrack maybe or something and thought that it was like a western. And I was like, eh, I don't really care. I didn't like Yellowstone, so I probably won't like this other western. But it's not a western. It's like apocalyptic. Yeah, dude. It's, and it's it has super fucking sick. the same guy who plays the Mandalorian. And that Pedro was what, Pascal. yeah, that's what yep. hooked me. Yep. I was like, well, all right, I'm in. He's nuts. Uh, Bill, who's that dude? Nick Offerman? Is yeah, Nick him? Offerman is he's in it. He's in it too. He, he's some dude Nick we Offerman? haven't seen yet. Yeah, Nick uh, Offerman. We haven't met him episodes. yet, but he's, he's in there. He's in the trailer. Oh, okay, okay yeah. I was like, where? Representing Illinois. It's sick, dude. It's so canon. So true. It like actually, it, it feels like sometimes they actually just pulled shit from the game script and had them say it. Like it's. It's incredibly enthralling the fucking like environment they created, and it's it's gonna it's gonna be so fucking sick. I, I already can't wait for season two. If you've played Last of Us two, you know you know what I'm talking about. But it makes me want to play the game. Just uh, what's it called? Get a PS4, or yeah, PS5. I need it's it, on but... PC now. You can get it on. Is it really? Um, yeah, yeah. You can they get got it on the remaster. Let's go. Maybe. Yeah. Do I watch the show or play the and then play the game, or do I play the game? While I'm watching the show, uh, I mean, honestly, I would want to. I would want to kind of figure out what it would be like to watch it with fresh eyes because I know everything that's going to happen because I played the game. Okay, all right. So, so, so I'll watch, watch it, it with like and fresh I'll, eyes. We'll come know. back after it all, and then I'll tell you all, and then I'll play the game and I'll tell you what I how I felt. Yeah. Sick. Okay. I'll Who buying me the game though? I already have it. You have it on PlayStation 4 if you guys want to play. Do you have a PlayStation, Josh? No, I have I, a, I have a PlayStation 4, so I can just bring it down to sure. the studio. Nice. Sharing is caring, everybody. Yeah. True. Happy 2023. I literally was buying plane tickets with my mom yesterday, and I freaked out because I thought I bought plane tickets for next year because it said 2023. I just wasn't used to seeing that yet, and I was like, <laughs> Shh, like, Mom, I'm so sorry. Like... What do I do? And she's like, it's 2023. And I was like, no. <laughs> Funny as fuck. <laughs> yep. It's 2023. So, so I hope everybody else going. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to visit my brother over that's there. What's up. You going to bring some gambling money or what's this? Yeah, for sure. I got a month and a half to save up. What's your favorite casino game to gamble on? Are you blackjack, roulette? What do you do? Poker? <sighs> I really like not doing it. Well, for sure, but when in Vegas, you know? <laughs> but if I were, I like to go, I, I feel like I would go to a craps table and gamble on somebody else rolling dice. Okay, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't trust my luck, but yeah. if somebody's hitting a bunch of numbers they're supposed to hit, and I can make, you know what I'm saying? I'd probably just go to the sports betting area. Like Last time I was in Vegas, I saw this uh, person at the, what is it called, the blackjack table. It was a couple. This dude was blacked out. He put uh, 5K down. Oh, <laughs> no. Lost it. And he Holy doubled shit. down. And his girl is literally, like, grabbing him from the table. Like, bro, we got to go. You're tweaking all this, making a scene. He puts 10K down, loses, and just walks away. 
Holy bro. fuck. I was sick for him. It's I make or like, break bro. city over there. For real. Yeah, if I go nice. with gambling money, it's like a hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two max, bro. Money. Like And that's it on if I know I'm gonna make rent. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't got I don't we're got we're pot. starving artists out yeah, here. Yeah, I don't man. got ten K to just be like Listen, I went to school for stats <laughs> and I know exactly all of those fucking like win rates. Don't play any of those games. The oh, best to be bet honest. is literally to play fucking slots. Actually. Yeah, I was going to say, to be honest, when I, well, the last time I went to the casino, I literally just sat because there's like a bar that has like video slots in front of you. And well, like games, but like slots, I guess. And, uh, you get free drinks for just playing. So I put like $5 in that machine, sat there for an hour and a half, wasted. It was perfect. True. I paid $5. That's how you do Vegas. That's yeah. how you do Vegas. No, it was nuts. Most people, most places will give you free alcohol if you're betting. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I like, it was weird. He like gave us a tab at the end and then like <laughs> the person I was with was like, oh, you don't have to pay that. And I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, but like you can leave a tip for him if you want. And, like, I, I left the tip, and he was like, hey, have a great day. And I was like, <gasps> nice. This is how it works. Yeah. It's it's weird because you can also smoke in casinos. I remember yes. walking inside and seeing somebody with a yes. square. There's I no was clocks. like, There's what no are y'all talking about? They don't want you to know what time it is, yeah. what where you are. Everyone's like, smoking cigs. I, and weed, inside, for that matter. Inside. From fucking reality. Like, yeah. And weed, for that matter. True. Yeah. Vegas is definitely a twilight zone. Bro, I'm trying to remember place. what it was called, but there was but a so fucking, much fun. There was a documentary about this guy who learned how to like basically beat slot machines. Like to to it literally started with nigga with a quarter on a string type beat, and then eventually he was like hacking machines, like this and that, doing the most. And they eventually got his ass, but not before he got I think something like. 50 mil from them or something yeah, like that. So it's, yeah. It was kind of crazy, so, but there's a hustle out there. We could be... There are know. people who live in Vegas who professionally gamble. That's yeah. their like existence. They go to a casino and gamble. That's how they make their money. Security in Vegas is like crazy, though. Their AI technology and like facial recognition is well, the best in the world compared to like China being second, but they'd use that to like rate their citizens. If you litter, you're... You get like a you get docked a point over there. Damn, Vegas is the same thing, but I mean Vegas. Let's be real; it's a mob out there. They yeah, got, a boys a control. A boys trip to Vegas would be a movie. I'm trying to. It do literally a, is. It's called Hangover. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to do a boy. <laughs> I'm trying to do a boys trip to Hawaii. You went there. Now I'm like, that was the other. Movie what's up with Hawaii? Hawaii is what's up, but that ticket is yeah. crazy. It's like nine hundred. I'm per, trying to go on a ticket. cruise. Like here's the thing, a cruise. We could we could easily get on a cruise with like alcohol involved when they go on sale for like six hundred dollars, yeah, six seven hundred bucks, dude. That's well, just we gotta get. It's like we a week long, right? Yeah, it's like a weekend. It's like, like, it's like three days. Okay. No, actually, like I've seen seven day trips for like that much. That are cheaper than some hotels. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. We get to go to all these places. We get. <laughs> it was funny. I went on a cruise once with my family, and they. Like our, I love them all, but they're like alcoholics. I won't see this, but I love them anyway. But they're, <laughs> they like they set like timers on their phones because you can get a new drink like every like specific Five amount of minutes. time. I think it's like fifteen or something. Uh, but like the, you, I would literally be like simultaneously like a bunch of them would just start going off, and they'd be like, "Well, another drink. Here we go." He'd be like, you want the rest of mine? And I'm like... The thing with me is that I feel like that's the right way to do it, though. Like, if you're on vacation, fuck all the rules, fuck everything. Go be a degenerate and have fun. Yeah, dude. Get the all-inclusive, you know, get all the the little uh, excursions. Go crazy. I don't know about the excursions. Some of those are cool, but some of them are I'm trying to go parasailing. I'm trying to go snorkeling. I would go snorkeling. I don't even know how to swim, and I'm down. I would go snorkeling. You can't swim? No, I can't. I could doggy paddle. We I'll be well. the blackest one in the room and not know how to swim. I'm pure blood. Pure blood. Don't do that I'm to us. I'm just uh, abiding by the rules of. I got a little Michael Phelps in me. I'm getting. I'm going. Talking about a little boy, Michael. I'm swimming. Who's hey, the listen. Who's the strongest swimmer here? Me. I just said it. I'm the baby Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Josh. I'd challenge you to a race. Yeah, I, I feel win. like it'd be between you two. No, no shade. Hey, I no used to win. be a quick swimmer. Okay. If if I did anything, it was swimming. Actually, like okay, as okay. a kid. 
Never mind. That's what I'm so, saying. I, sw- I used to swim all the time. I, I was go- on the uh, the swim team at my local pool. So I can't say that. But I can say I can say I did swim lessons, and I used to go to church camp every year, oh, at, yeah. and it was at Lake Michigan. So, you know, you're swimming in the lake currents every year. Damn. you got to be a strong swimmer. Don't get me started on church camp, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a whole Kumbaya, conversation. New topic. New Schmied. <laughs> Yeah. For no, real. but if we did take a cruise, we got to make sure we pick the right one, though. Cause yeah. Time to go on that heard, Carnival Caribbean, baby. I've just heard people get on, like, swingers cruises by accident just, Whoa. like, because it's cheap, apparently. Well, so, you know. well, I don't know if I have a problem. Well, I don't either, <laughs> personally, but, you know, some people might just, you know. Ooh. They had a beer pong tournament on the on the boat. Are we entering? Yo, hell yeah. What? Yeah, it was lit, and if you won, you got, like, I don't even remember, but it was pretty cool if you won. Nice. That's a really I didn't cool. get to do it. I was 19. So. What? Hey, I thought international went. waters you would be. Yeah, but they still had, like, the rule where you had to be 21 plus to, like, play in it. Or else I was bussing. My brother was 21, and I was 19. Boy, as soon as I'm getting out in those international waters, it's, I can drink now. It's over. <laughs> like, you they're know. putting you in the brig. Bro. I mean, I was, yeah, and not the brig. Straight to horny jail. <laughs> Bro. Plus, it's like there's pools everywhere. Like, really, you could just get drunk and lay out in the pool. Exactly. That's all I did on my cruise was fucking That's... tequila and mm-hmm. sitting in the hot tub. Yeah. And they showed movies. Yeah, they had movie the nights. Deck. It was lit, bro. Literally sitting here watching Jurassic World, Chris Pratt going nuts in the hot tub with the fucking cold drink. That sounds it amazing. Was, it was incredible. And then so, Caribbean, wow. you come out with cigars and shit. I'm on the boat with a stove. I think as shit, a gift for Half House. Nuts. I think as a gift for Half House, for at the end of 2023, we should get ourselves a cruise. Absolutely. And we can bring the music gear and, and we'll make a use sick it, boat album. And we'll use the right. money from the Half House account. Shoot, yeah. if we have money like that. If we had all the money. Yeah, a imagine business, this was is a, a business, business lunch that's yeah. three or four days. <laughs> right it off. No, I mean, you could dead ass write off travel expenses as a bit, you know, if it's like, you know, if we're going as half house, we could technically write it all off. Right. But. What if we do like a single performance in the dining room one night and we'll call it Bro. like a work expense? Half house next year, we just move on to a boat. It's Sweet Life on Deck. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> half house on deck. Half house just, on deck. That's hard. Shut the boat. fuck up. Half house up next, y'all. If everybody Shoot. agreed to doing that, I would easily move Oh, dude, everything. I'm, I'm going boat. straight to the boat. One year. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me? Just to travel? Like, yeah, just, just cut, like, not forever, but it'd be a cool, a year. A cool nice job. Little, yeah. What's it called? A residency? Yeah, residency. Just do a nice little residency. You would get off that boat with sea legs, though. Yeah. It would take you, like, months to feel normal. On land, I think. But you try to sleep at night and shit would be wavy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be, whoa. Not the good type. Bro, you ever been on them boats when the waves start hitting hard? Like, yeah. hard, hard? Nah. The whole cruise ship, like a, a cruise jet ship side ship, boat. start. Ooh, that shit was during dinner, bro. I'm sitting here, like, well, uh, about to vomit everywhere. Damn. That shit is nuts. It, t- it definitely took me like two days to get used to. But they got cords on the boat, too. Basketball? Yeah, well, they had like courts. It was Tennis, great. basketball. Is it netted up? Like there's a net around for your yeah. your brick, yes. Yes. your air ball? Yeah. It's like a netted court. Oh, sure. nice, nice. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, how would the ball not like no, slip off netted. the right. neck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need another one. Literally. There's just a trail of basketballs falling. Actually, a tenth of the weight of the ship is just the basketball storage. For the so somebody movies. just hit uh, the lottery, the one billion dollar lottery, right? No Finally. shit. They're, after taxes, I think they got seven hundred million somewhere around there. Jesus, what are you doing if you get that money, dude? First of all, actually, let's start. Would you do the like what is it monthly, weekly payout, or are you doing the it's lump sum all day? Lump sum. Every every time I I like get into my oh I'm gonna start playing the lottery. Yeah. I always look at videos and they're always like yeah you get more money technically in the long run. Um, but the lump sum, like obviously, you can just do a fuck ton more yeah. with it. You can get all your, you know, payouts out of the way. You don't have to worry about, you know, because there are going to be people that ask you for money, of course. Yeah. Um, and there are people you should definitely give money to, you know, if you're a fucking millionaire. Um, almost a billionaire. Yeah, almost a billionaire. You're one good investment of two million dollars that won't even hurt you to being a billionaire. But to be honest, you want to know the real thing. If What's up? if I ever won the lottery, I'm disappearing. 
Like, Stop. I'm like, you I'm guys gone. will not hear from me. Like, Damn. For like, you're like six. Yeah, no, it's it's six months to Family a year. Family too. You're not. Oh, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm talking to my lawyer and the right. wall. <laughs> because, trust me when I say that there are so many horror stories of people, like either just flaunting their new wealth and you know. Getting caught out, yeah. like you don't got you know, to flaunt people like throw a brother a hundred k. Throw a brother a hundred k before you bounce on. Like, you're getting it after it's settled, right? After right. I get all the lawyer shit figured out, I gotta out. work another year. Yep. <laughs> be God patient, motherfucker. Want the money that's why people, that's why show up. People show up damn. to sign like their paperwork all masked up and stuff. I saw somebody sign up or sign his paperwork in a screen mask and like yep. a shiesty. It's like, damn, it's that deep. Mm, yeah, people I mean, there are literally people you. who watch those winnings all day and like, not to be like, you know, niggas gonna be, gonna yeah. come after them, but, but like, niggas always niggas. If you if you live in the hood and you win the lottery, you still live in the hood until you move. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I would do the. Uh, not the lump sum, whatever the like annual or biweekly, monthly, whatever it is. Because if you give me seven hundred million dollars, immediately putting half of it to the side to play with, like I will, I'm buying myself a seven forty seven. I am yeah. getting the best mansion. I am, and the rest of it's going straight to investments. But like even then, what three hundred million dollars is enough to set me and my family and anybody in my circle that I care about for. I'd be talking. I would be yeah. talking to Charles Schwab, if you will. Talking about Charles Schwab, bro. You give me seven hundred million. H and R Block. I'm, we I'm are setting ourselves up. No, nah, you don't. You're not going to H and R Block. You are getting a very highly vetted lawyer. First yeah. of all, like you're talking attorney. about H and R Block, right? Like you're trying to get your W two signed and shit, nigga. I don't know. I'm just naming off commercials. Let's see. He said he's gonna go to the Wells Fargo. If I've learned anything in in financial industry, it's most people with commercials. Um, if you see them on like spending money on commercials, that's money they're not spending on services for people. Commercials are advertising to like average Joes who sit and watch TV. Like that's why you never see Lamborghini commercials and shit because you know, oh. those people, the people who buy Lamborghinis, aren't watching TV. Well, they're making money. I need to stop watching working. TV. Yeah, so I need to. Whoa, they're keeping us here. We're yeah. never getting out. <laughs> okay, what about you two? Lump sum, uh, Whip and Allen. For, I need not the, Whip. I'm sorry, Mouse and Allen. What is the monthly payment? Like, what am I getting monthly? It's like, it's like a hundred thousand dollars a month for the rest of your life. It's whatever something. it is split into. Yeah, it's whatever monthly. it is split over. I think thirty years. Yeah. monthly. And you'd that. pay way less taxes that way, but I'd do that. Yeah. Because, like, in that case, even if, like, someone did, like, no, I won and came to kill me, like, I'll still get these payments to, like, my family, you know? Like, it, I won't yeah. ever have, like, 70-something million at a time. And, like, also, I'm bad at spending money. And I could help people, like, slow. Like, we could all slowly figure our shit out together, you know? It wouldn't just be, like... Because, like, I feel like I have to... I got to learn a little bit, too, on how to be rich. Like, I can't just, like... Next day, wake yeah. up with seven million. I'll do something dumb. You could. Here's the thing: you can always take the lump sum and put it in a trust. Still, it's just a matter of like: is the trust controlled by the federal government, or is the trust controlled by an is attorney? Is it trustworthy? Though? Yeah, hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'd, shit, have I, I'd shit my pants. I just don't know what I would do because yeah. it probably won't ever happen. Yeah, it definitely won't. But I wouldn't tell anybody. I would just. You'd have to. I would just. They literally put your name on the internet. Not if you decide not to. Yeah, you can really? say anonymous. Really? You can, yes. say, you can be anonymous? Yeah. I would just stay anonymous and be like, hey, y'all, what do you need help with? I got a little something on the side. I'm only sending out, like, max 5000 though, because if I send out more than that, then you know I got it. I wouldn't tell you guys. You guys would just come home one day, and, like, this whole back room would be demolished and, like, built into something, like, <laughs> way bigger and better. We'd have, like, the whole backyard. We'd have, like, a concert venue outside. and be like, what's up, guys? Yeah, tips are really good this week. <laughs> He just buys these bartending and tips just keep coming. He just buys out this slot, the next slot, and the next like five. I would lots. buy that house in this house for sure. No question. Man, let me tell. I already have a plan, bro. If All I right, how, what are you like, doing with the money now? I know if you're getting the uh, lump sum or the like. The lump sum. I'm getting the lump sum, and I am, I am buying probably you know, 
good hundred acres mm-hmm. and just developing. Like first, first for my homies, get all like everything you could ever want for half house. That's what I would do. Like yeah. housing all the niggas in I one spot. Salary. You know what I'm saying? I uh, need that salary. Yeah, paycheck. you get salary. You get. Uh, Fuck you talking about? I'm a millionaire at that right. point. Like you get a insurance. salary for being a homie. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the homie salary. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, Drake believe me, that. y'all would be set up, but you won't hear from me for like a year. I don't like that. I don't Why like, not? I think I'm more worried about not hearing from you for a year than the money. Because well, I'm the like, thing is, is he alive? Is my if, nigga if David okay? If David disappeared. Like he he wouldn't do that. I feel like I so probably. So like if we saw him yeah. disappear, we would just have to assume that this nigga won the lottery. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I would, okay. if I disappear, it's for a good reason. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying okay. either that or I've been kidnapped. I think I'd move us out of the U.S. I'd attempt to convince us. Like I have the money, can go literally anywhere else, like better than here. Yeah. Easily. I mean, after why? All, uh, like there are nominally better places to live. But as a black person, and as Damn. you know what I'm saying, just like when you factor it, when you get all the factors in there, yeah. America is a great place to live, you know, even despite all of its many various flaws. Fine, we'll live in rural America. Rural America? Rural. Uh, I'm talking, we have no neighbors for miles. This dude's okay, gonna buy It's gotta be a tune. fortress then. Yeah, the, the, so we're building the compound. We're building yeah. a compound, yeah. Okay. The Last of Us. Last of Us, yeah. We're ready. I mean, if we're, if we're really millionaires, knows. we're setting ourselves up for the apocalypse, honestly. Like, yeah. I need bomb we're shelters. building a commune, and we're going to get people in there who know Sick. how to grow food. Get a silo. Anyway. <laughs> All right. What are you spending I your money on? What's the first thing you're buying, Josh? First thing I'm buying yeah. is nothing. Before I bought myself something nice, I'd probably make sure, like, all the buy finances and, like, like debts you yeah, want to pay like, off all your debts i was going to say like yeah. mine my family's like probably if i made seven and then i'm like all your all's families and you guys and then i'd probably have like i don't know what y'all debt is but it, it can't be more than seven that's 700 million yeah. hell no so <laughs> that'd be a problem i'd have yeah, a significant dude, still have like 600 million that's what i'm saying you i don't have, even think we have all have 199 million dollars <laughs> literally unless there's something that like people aren't telling me i think that we could get away with spending like max two mil on like debts yeah that's not even that's not i'll be honest with the amount of people you think you could spend money on You'd really have to reach to try and spend two million on people's yeah. debts, unless you know some really broke ass niggas. Right now, I know even just school. My debt altogether, school, car, everything's about ten k. Yeah, same. Like, yeah, like I think I have like five k worth. Of and debt. that's like I'd probably go compared to that. Yeah, I don't know. And then and then I'd probably give like okay, fifth, fuck like the morality. What are you doing for yourself? Yeah, what are you balling out on? Like, what is your like? I have. Wow, this Fuck man, around money, this a you know man what I'm with a good heart. He's over here struggling, trying to. Like, is it like is it a car? Is it a house? Is it a vacation? For sure, like I would is buy, it... like I'd upgrade all my things yeah, to be but nicer. Like, what's like your, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, what's your number one like what's shoes? Your... Probably the sneaker guy. I'm getting all the sneakers your I've shoes. ever wanted ever. Hell yeah! I would probably like Literally. Mike Dean it and just like build like this massive nut studio that has okay. like crazy speakers and subs and. Yeah, It'd that's a million dollar studio yeah. right there. I mean, hey, but if I'd, you make seven hundred million dollars, but I I drop I drop like ten million on like ten of them bitches in the same compound. Like we just have a every record. producer has their yeah. own studio. I was gonna like say that. you go, everyone have their own studio. We'd have one big studio that's like the you know Communal. the main one. Yeah, but like every producer would have their own studio. Then we could like really hire producers on. I my probably is half house. Like I guess that's not really me, but it is like, like I'd probably just put it all into that. I like that as much as I could, at least without like having nothing. Because here's the thing, right? You make seven hundred million. Yeah. You don't have to work ever, so you literally are just now investing into your passion project. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, if I had that much money, I'd invest into what I love to do. So I just build a super nice studio, and I'd probably build like programs for kids to learn how to True. produce no. in school. Okay, Mother Teresa. Honestly, no, for real. I have yeah, the money. Nah, dude, I can buy you computers. I can buy you I can buy you computers. I can buy you the equipment you need to have 
producing classes in schools. For I sure. would probably do that sure. in some places. Sick nasty. If it were me, I would do all that. After all that, like, morality shit, I'm definitely buying hella mines that, like, just mine cobalt, lithium, back in the motherland, getting right there, and then with the rest of the money, I'm buying a jet. The nicest yeah, I mean, plane I, I can fucking fly plane, wherever sure. I can. Yeah, wherever I can go. I'm Taylor Swift. I'm flying from like, like I here have a plane to and a helicopter. canopy. Yeah, for sure. Why? Why not? Helicopter to get around the United States and a plane if I want to go international. Listen, even if you're even if you have seven hundred million dollars, you cannot afford a jet. You cannot afford a private Stop. jet. Stop. You can't. There's I wouldn't no get way. a private jet. I just get a plane. That's a, the same fucking thing. That's a private jet. You could get unless a plane you're talking about plane like, that you own is a private jet. Unless you're talking about you like buy like a you know seven eighty seven or something, loan it out to Ryanair and then use it for yourself here and there. Yes, you know what I'm saying. That's uh, one yes, thing. I would I would buy a plane for a pilot and he'd be our pilot and then. That's not what. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, dude. No, it's no, no. too expensive. It's not. There's a, no way. Why? Bro, is upkeep, a, holding, jet fuel, staff. Okay, theoretically, it's like a, I'm investing six, seven million dollar a year investment to just maintain a plane. Okay, so for like mines. five years, I have a plane, and also you want to spend all I your money invest. on a plane. Yeah, and I would invest too. Okay, okay, probably not buy, but I'd have a company that knows me and is like, anytime I call, they got that shit ready for me. If I had like, that much money, go first yeah. class, bro. You if have I had that much first money, class, you saw what they did to OBJ. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck. That's stop being belligerent, then OBJ. The Damn, he was sleep. No, I he saw wasn't the body even cam footage. No, he was only belligerent after somebody else like was uh, a white man was being belligerent uh, towards him. Oh, okay. on MLK, you're really gonna do this? <laughs> MLK. I don't care what race you are. If you're a dick, you're a dick, bro. Yeah, he dude, was sleeping on. though, bro. They, I, I haven't asked seen him it. to I buckle up. I have, G. I say. It's they a woke plane. him up, told him to buckle up, and he got mad about it. But then they were like, "Take your seatbelt off." In the video, taking them out with the plane. <laughs> At that but point, if you're you put off, it on, like, just chill. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like they did him bogus, but bro could have done this. Just click, and he would have been fine. <laughs> Literally, it would have been so easy. Yeah. Visually, David just clicked the seatbelt. Yeah, have we, you guys ever been on a plane where like there was a confrontation between people or like the? I've definitely been on a plane where like a baby was crying for like. A majority of the flight, and then somebody was like, "Can you shut that fucking baby up?" And then the like woman started like arguing with him a bit, and then it was weird. But like, you can't really stop a baby from crying. Yeah, that's crazy of that dude to say that. No, I think there should be a fee that you pay to ride on a flight with no babies. Well, a no baby flight. A no baby flight. I see that. Yeah. Because first of all, or like, why a- are these? Where are these kids going? Where are you taking these kids? Why these kids in the air? Yeah, like uh, ain't nowhere this kid need to go that bad. He don't even remember if he can't stop crying. He don't remember where he's gonna go to. No, for like, sure. I would never fly with. First of all, I don't even want children. But second of all, on my way to Hawaii, bro, there was this mom with like three kids. She had like five luggages with her by herself. I felt bad. I asked. Her, I literally asked the help, and she was like, "No, I got it." But it was a whole like I'm not. I'm good on kids. I'd rather adopt like a like a 17 year old than just like <laughs> <laughs> one year in. Oh, that's with point, bro. Like, right, bro. That's a movie. Alone, there's then, definitely there's that's definitely a, TV a show. 14 a 17 year old out there that needs like a fatherly figure. CP in. and like, his 17 year old white adopted kid. Why? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> da, 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 it's CP and my black Jeff. son. My black son. <laughs> anyway. That boyfriend to be African. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name's Steve. I'm uh, from the Congo. Uh, well, my father's from the Congo. Can you can you? At 17. No, you can't. At 17, Dang. you have a whole identity. Right. Right. Yeah, bro. At 17, they're probably going to pull up, hate you, steal from you, kill you in your sleep, and get on their merry way. Honestly, the, the oldest you kind of need to foster kids is like 12, 13. Yeah. After that, it's kind of, honestly. They could go get a job. Not like go get a job, but no, like. not like, but like they have like. The mental capacity is... To be by themselves. Like, yeah. Damn near. Like, you interfering with them is going to be, like, annoying to them in most cases. At that point, they just need a place to sleep with people that aren't going to bother them, that can respect 
the I'm, kid. Yeah. I'm holding on to my vision. 17 year old. Don't take this the wrong Get way out, if you were adopted past 13. We're not saying that your parents weren't wonderful people or whatever, but it's just like the status quo, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure there are plenty of cases where people have been adopted at 17. <laughs> do not sing high school. Uh, not I, Josh. I do what I want. I do what I want. I mean, hey, I'm good. Yeah, are you guys good with kids? No, I'm. I've very never good babysat with kids. kids. No. I don't. I never hung out with my cousins' kids. It was none of that, bro. Like, I I used to be very keen on the single mothers. And <laughs> very cool. Got lane. my stepfather game up. Whoa. So I'm I'm you great around snacks? kids. Like <laughs> nice. Hey buddy. I'm, I'm definitely looking to have like three kids in the future. She talking sure, about sure. oh, yeah. my kids' soccer games at three and I totally forgot I'm supposed to be on their snack duty today. Can you please grab some high sea oranges from the store? He's I'm on it. <laughs> this is, that was a little too wordy, a little too elaborate. Why don't up, try to shorten it down. Showed up to the game. Who's that? That's my dad. You start crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all emotional Dad's now. Here. Listen, You're I hoped. don't want to say I'm not making any illusions here. Extrapolate how you want to. But if anybody needs to be having kids right now, it's people like us. Oh, most, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Not like, to be like I want to have kids because yeah. unfortunately people like us are the people least likely to have kids. Here's the thing. But, it's like idiocracy, man. Like the yeah. dumb people are the ones who have 20, 30 kids. Right. And the smart people are the ones who wait until they're like too old to even be good, like right. authentic parents yep. because they want to save money to provide like the real lifestyle for their kid. But then you get like the half the population just turned into morons. Good movie, by the way. Shout out yeah. Terry Crews. <laughs> True. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say, I feel like I have to keep things equal. So I have to bring like at least one or if not two kids to level out the fact that when I die, there's like more like the replacement open minded too. kids like in the next generation because I gave them two more to my one, you know? Yeah. It, it, technically, if, you, if every person replaces themselves themselves like the replacement uh is like everyone would have to have 2.1 kids i think in america you know number wise i'm not i'll give them 2.5 yeah <laughs> easy you having half a kid yeah it's going to be a dwarf I mean, uh, uh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> Next topic. What we, what we got? What we got? Well, let's see. On the topic of family, uh, did you guys hear about that dad in California that drove off a cliff with his family? And they lived. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that, dude. He's going to jail, jail. What are y'all doing, like, <laughs> in the car? Imagine that Christmas. Here. Dad, what the fuck? He's like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Can't even lie. I thought we'd all be dead right now. <laughs> Bro, I mean, at that point, you literally tried to kill yourself and your whole family. Like, <laughs> yeah. what can you say other than, right. sorry, I fucked up, guys. <laughs> yeah. Die. Oh, you're not My so, bad. Like, uh, if you say sorry, if the first thing out of your mouth to me is sorry, I'm smacking you in the face. <laughs> like, you you need to well, have some don't different get it twisted. Words. If you drive me off a cliff, I'm beating your ass. It doesn't matter if you were sorry or not. He you said, just tried to kill me. I'm sorry. You tried to kill me. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me, bro? No. That's literally trauma for life. I'd yeah, be like, ah. Yeah. Oh, Not only the breaks did your stopped. dad try to kill himself, but tried to kill you, and then right. the trauma of just simply falling from cliffs. And um, I'm not experience. getting in a car for the next, like, ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not unless I'm driving and then barely. Right. I mean, honestly, I feel like you just get triggered by, like, heights at that point. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Get like, triggered could, by your dad's. <laughs> by then, to be honest, you yeah. couldn't go to a bar. You see too many like, dads. It'd be like, oh, let me drive, and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> exactly. The bus driver's a man. You're like, um, I have to transfer. I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> Christ, yeah. that's fucking spooky. I'm glad they survived though. That's... Yeah, no, I mean, good for them that they survived. But holy fuck, like yeah. therapy. Yeah, for, that needs for to sure. be state mandated at that point. For I feel real. like. You think the mom gets to keep custody? Yeah, yeah. where else are they gonna go? Yeah. Well, who else? That's what I'm saying. Like, she what, didn't do anything. What's but the situation look like? I hope they yeah. were like 17. Nobody's getting adopted, so. <laughs> bro, <Damn. laughs> Come on, damn, bro. Holy fuck! Uh, 
We just started this podcast. Yeah, imagine mom's the only one that does. What else is going on? Imagine the kids the only ones. In Louisiana, now you got to uh, verify Censor, your identity Censor. with like your license if you want to get on a, an adult site. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I saw that I saw shit. That it's shit, fucking dude. creepy as shit, dude. I'm not putting my face up there for that. It's. I think it's gonna target like LBGTQ people and shit, like. I mean, or like, it, I don't know. It's just fucking state. It's so like, 1984. Yeah, you know, like the Republican platform at this point is like queer panic, yeah. and like, and you know, um, it's like Puritanism and some real like 1850s shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I don't know what their strategy is. Their base gets smaller by the year. And, you know, I don't know. I think um, I think porn is uh, controversial, obviously. Uh, there's people with a lot of opinions. It's very nuanced. For sure. Uh, but if we are a country that uh, prides itself on its liberties, then, you know, requiring people to basically identify themselves with what uh, – kinks they might have right. or what their porn history is is very um very autocratic overall it's really messed up i yeah. hope we all agree hell yeah <laughs> we spent so much time talking about cruises we're trying to get through all the topics like snap snap snap, <laughs> snap. <laughs> we're flying what time are we at we'll see pulling up on six thirty now we're at 34 minutes that's not bad. Not at all. Nice little pot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In honor, have you guys seen the MLK statue from? Uh, oh, the somewhere? the embrace. Yeah. That shit is dumb. Yeah. Ten dumb. million. <gasps> dumb, dumb, dumb. Dude, Jeez. it looks like it looks like a penis that MLK's hand is holding up. Oh, no. oh my god, no. I, sir, seen it. I thought it looked like somebody eating puss. Like, like <laughs> yeah. legs over the head, you know what I'm saying? No way. Yeah. I gotta pull up a picture of this. Well, yeah, literally from the from the right this. angle, it looks like somebody is eating box. Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> Whoever greenlit that needs to be put in jail, black jail. Talking about black jail. Black jail for sure. I need my reparations for that. Fucking yes, bro. You're joking, yes. bro. It's like apparently based off home. a famous photo home. of them, like of of you know MLK and his wife. Yeah, the rev the reveal like, was crazy. They pulled the curtain off and it was just silence. <laughs> they thought they were gonna see him standing like the Statue of Liberty. They did not know he was gonna be given. I know people. Glug, I know people glug. standing at the right angle were like, "Oh, it's so beautiful," and then those people at the wrong <laughs> angle were like. Yo, <laughs> what? Yeah, Cover half the people eyes. are like, oh. uh, "What is this?" Yeah, thing? they did him bogus. Like, yeah, I can't day. believe this. <laughs> no, I thought that was gonna be a good idea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude, that's the thing. worst for sure. Buddy is slinging like that's the worst angle. No. If y'all don't know, we're looking at the picture right now. Yeah. Just Google it. Yeah. Y'all know what Get it from going. every angle because yeah. there's really only one angle that works. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's like, this one. This is the one angle that works. Yeah. And it still looks like he's giving gloves. It still looks kind of <laughs> sussy, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Listen. It's not it. You know. 10 million. Y'all messed up. What's it made of? could have gave that to the Boys and Girls Club. Like At that point, paint <laughs> yeah. a mural. That's please. a jungle gym. Please. You know? Mural would go crazy, actually. A lot cheaper, too. No one has ever been a $10 like. $10 million dollar bust of somebody please eating stop, puss. Please no. stop giving these <laughs> starving artists ideas. Nobody. I wonder who made it. I really do. But no, nobody's ever given a fuss about a super nice mural. No, at all. Ever. But a statue? You could have saved yourself millions. Let me build that shit at this point. Let me design it. All right, let's do our last topic for the evening. Drum roll, please. We got like, this. Will be a long one. Toxic masculinity. Oh Christ! Oh. Yeah, we're gonna get deep. Oh, I have so much to say. But I'll, I'll let back. I'll let you guys start. <laughs> Where are you going? All right, we're starting with that. I'll be back. Right. <laughs> we're starting with that. I'm having a pissing contest. Go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts on on toxic masculinity because I have a very um, I guess you could say prepared 
uh, take. I like that. I like that. But um, I only like that because you thought about it. There's a lot of people who don't even think about it, and it's like those are the toxic people. I feel majority of the time, I should say. My take on it is that it's weird. Um, and I don't buy into it, right? I'll be in a room full of guys who really, like, want to be – it's like those alpha dog podcasts, right? Like Andrew Tate type energy, um, slightly Joe Rogan. I'm like, y'all want to be such badasses that you, like, genuinely lose sight of what it's like to be a person and a human being and how to take care of the people in your circle if I'm in a room, right, I've been, nah, let me stop. I've been in these rooms where, like, dudes are just fighting to speak or, like, talking over one another and not listening. And it's like, bro, I get what you got to say, but, like, <laughs> sit down real quick, shut the fuck up, and listen to somebody else. And I think that's, like, for me, it's a measure of, like, true, what it, one of the characteristics it takes to be a good man. Let me say that much. <clears throat> Mouse fad, what's up? Uh, yeah, toxic masculinity. I mean, it's 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 everywhere. It's kind of one of those things that's like, you know, I don't want to put it in a in a box with that, but it's kind of like racism. Like, no matter how hard you want to like stop it, there's always like, like it's a it's something you see off of appearance, like first sight, right? Yeah. It's like like gender and race like your sex and race like you know so it's like yeah I, it's it sucks for sure it sucks it's really annoying what, too are there any like is there anything that kind of spurs this or is this just like the entire toxic masculinity yeah or is, are there like, are we, any, i want to keep it open that, because there's so many different um you know at, attributes this, nuances to it and so it's like open floor okay uh I think we're just going around, so. Yeah. Well, I'll just say I think that uh, masculinity isn't inherently toxic, but there are a lot of toxic things that have been, like, disguised as masculinity because of patriarchy. Uh, there are a lot of things that men need to do to unlearn a lot of, like, behaviors that are just genuinely toxic. Um, and, you know, I think that everybody is kind of on their own to unlearn them. You can't force anybody to think any kind of way. And I kind of realized that dealing with racism is like, you can't teach anybody to not be the way they want to be unless they don't want to be that way. So it's something that, you know, you, you try to recognize and you try to call out when you see it, but at the same time, it's not something that you can, like, force stop, uh, if that makes sense. I was just going to say, it's just like, I, I like, really, I guess, like, it's when, it's when they, it's, it's when it's deciding on, like, all the way this person's, like, you know, dressing is blah, 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 the way this person is, you know, do has their hair, blah blah blah. Oh, you have armpit hair, crows. Blah, like I'm like, okay, guys, do you have armpit hair? I just think everybody out here is trying to be human. You know, right. it's like, if if you're not gonna do it, how are you gonna tell somebody else that they can't do that either? Yeah, I think um, you guys hit on a lot of the points that I was gonna hit on. Um, so I'll just kind of say that. The patriarchy, and you know, you can feel how you want to about that term. It's a very loaded term, but the patriarchy does affect everybody. Like it's not just women; it is men too. It it forces us, you know, to be to. It forces us into a provider role. It forces us into a uh, very gender specific way we're supposed to be. Right. Um, I think part of the goal of analyzing toxic masculinity for me is to realize like masculinity is made up as much as gender is yeah. as much as yeah, you know any culture is made up of just the things that we decide it is so you know for analyzing toxic masculinity for analyzing 
masculinity as a concept, we kind of have to just leave room for um, people to just express themselves however they want to. And, um, you know, I think as long as you're being respectful to um, the way that people present themselves, you know, I think um, a lot of people assume you have to conform almost. Like, I feel like toxic masculinity also, to me, is about, like, a bit of conformism. Like, you have to be a man. You have to be this yeah. type of man, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, and I, I don't fuck with that, you know? I think there's eight damn billion people on this planet, so to say that there's one way to be a man is very uh, barbaric. Talk that talk, my boy. Yes. Genuinely, I do agree with what you're saying. Um, have you guys ever been in a room or a space where you've experienced that like toxic masculinity uh, coming from a different person, or have you ever been the toxic one and realized, oh, I'm doing a little too much, I need to dial it back? What kind of question is that? It's an exposing question. <laughs> every, We're every, every, ass, I feel like, like every person has been in the room with toxic men, and every every man has been a toxic man at any point, at some point in their life. One hundred percent. Like you don't learn without making mistakes. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. If we, even if we're we're not as toxic now, like you know, we're still Learning. we're still men in the same sense that like you know white people are like black lives matter and then they go to bed at night and it's like we're like black lives matter but then we're like scared still you know it's like <laughs> we all exist we're like, in the same we're like we're, yeah we're like we're with you women but at the end of the day we still have like that little privilege of just not having to deal with it all right how about this? like up front like that um did you have something you had how about this? Have you guys ever been in a space where you've experienced it, try to go the whatever route you felt was, you know, just and uh, had to give in because that's the game, right? Because you guys are talking about that's the game, that's the way the world works, this, that, and the third. So sometimes you feel like you have to give into that game and be toxic in order to win, or are you going to stay true to yourself? I've only given in when it, there's like a clear and present danger to myself. Okay. When it's about like preserving my. Uh, not being injured for a night, you yeah. know, I'll take that over. Um, yeah, if I'm in a room full of like chads who I think are gonna beat my ass if I don't laugh at well, their sexist yeah. joke, I'm <laughs> probably gonna crack a chuckle. But like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like, and it's too. I've never been in, a, thankfully, ha been in a situation where I feel like I've had to like protect someone necessarily. But I know yeah. there are plenty of people who've had who have had that scenario, um, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I I have thankfully never had to like intervene, like yeah. I guess you know. Okay. Um, in a scenario like that. So. so for you, what I'm hearing is that you're definitely staying true to yourself, except in the situation where there's like an immediate danger to you. Yeah, it's like obviously like I'm gonna try and preserve life. Yeah. Life. Yeah. You know? Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's like it's a weird, obviously very. Um, I guess you could call it a hypothetical scenario. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it, for the most part, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try and um, speak my piece when I can. For yeah. sure. I was gonna say, and it's it's all about just trying to keep true to yourself at the end of the day. True. You know, like sometimes it's just it's hard. You know, and but you. And you got to know yourself more than anybody else oh to get God. through any type of situations, you know? So it's, like, it's oh just God. weird. And it's also about just surrounding yourself with the right people, right? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. true. I'm not going to go purposely surround myself around people that I feel are, like, toxic men, you know? I've got yeah. some toxic men in, my, men in my life, don't get me wrong, because there's a lot of them out there. <clears throat> but for the most part, I think that I surround myself pretty well with non-toxic men, so... Gang. For the most part. So if I get anything <laughs> out of this, if I had to give advice to like any youngin out there that's struggling as a man, um, or trying to figure out what it is that you I you what masculinity is as a man is just being true to yourself and like you don't have to uh give up what you believe in to like 
don't surround yourself with those goofies basically long story short as i feel like my dad and like a lot of older men have told me this over the over the years but whenever you're younger it's harder to really internalize that and understand what they mean but long story short just be true to yourself if you're kicking it with your boys and for some reason you feel like people are seeing them as less masculine don't let that get to your head. Don't whatever, you know, stay true to yourself because in the long run, you'll be much happier and it'll pay off. I would say if you're a young man and you're trying to figure out your masculinity, stop because you're already using the wrong vocabulary and the sense of trying to find your masculinity. You just want to find yourself as a person. You know, naturally what you like will come to you, but yep. it's not necessarily, like, it's not being, trust me, finding yourself is not the end of the line once you're like, oh, I'm a masculine man. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That's like actually 2% of the real worry about who you are as a person. Is, am I masculine enough? At a certain age, like, you know what I'm saying? As a young kid, all you want to yeah. do is be masculine because yep. you look like a baby, and everyone tells you you look like a baby. Right. But at a certain age, everybody looks masculine, you know? So it's like, what are we on? There's so much more to us now than just, I want to be older. Yep. You're older now. So figure out who you are as early as you can without sacrificing the fact of things you like because it's not masculine enough. Word. Alan, you got anything to add to right now? Um, so I liked what Josh said about kind of just finding your identity. Uh, I think something that I struggled with as a young man was kind of finding my masculinity, uh, especially as a black man, because it's something kind of like a, a weird way that uh, black men have a, a significant identity crisis when it comes to masculinity because of how they were like demasculated for so long in American history and that's a whole other story uh, but so growing up my idea of like masculinity was like tough like fighting like you know like uh, holding your own and you know not letting anybody punk you and shit like that uh, but I don't believe that's like the end-all be-all of masculinity. I think that that was just like a misguided attempt to kind of boost my self-confidence or, you know, hide insecurities or something like that. So I think a lot of young men probably go through that same thing. Uh, and if I could give any advice to them, it would be to, like we're saying, just continue to be true to yourself and find the identity that is truly you rather than conforming to predetermined, you know, social status quos of, of what a person who looks like you do, you know, yep. should act like. Yep. That was really the way that my black identity tied into my masculine identity because black men aren't supposed to cry and they aren't supposed to, they're supposed to fight when they're down and, you know, shit like that. So, uh, it was it, that's that's the advice I would give to you know a young kid going through masculinity crisis. It's just to, you know kind of kind of focus on your interests and who you want to be rather than like who the world sees you as. Can I jump in here and just Absolutely. say all of this is making me remember, and this is a little niche. Um, there was like this whole discourse on Twitter. Um, maybe a couple weeks ago about like, what do we do for young men, right? Like, what do we do as like, quote unquote, personally like leftists? What do we do for men? Because there are all these like, you know, Ben Shapiro's, Andrew Tate's, Tucker Carlson's for, for young men on the right. And they're kind of um, the only voice, I guess you could say of like, quote unquote masculinity because, you know, I guess masculinity on the left is kind of a dirty word almost. Um, so it's like, you know, what do we do for these, uh, for these young kids, you know, as to, to, to try and turn them away from being, you know, ingrained in and turned into um, more of the same, I guess. You know, I don't really know what the solution is personally. Me but, either, but that is a good topic. You definitely it's a very a interesting seed. question too. Cause yeah, it definitely planted a seed. Mm -hmm. Once you said it out loud, it made so much more sense because 
you get on TikTok too and you see you know these Andrew Tates and these like I got a Bugatti Logan Paul I'm I'm fighting like this is what's a what a man supposed to look like you're supposed to be a provider you're never supposed to you know how many TikToks I've seen recently that's like uh, I knew my relationship was over the first time I cried in front of my girl yeah, Whoa, I've seen that seen so. Those. I've seen that that's so insane. often recently, and I'm like, man, it really fucked me up because, like, that's when I knew that, like, my girl really fucked with me was the first time I felt like I could cry in front of her. Word, you know. So, like, it's it sucks that so many young men uh, in this day and age of like social media are are seeing these messages constantly, just like forced fed, you yeah. know, to them. And so that's really the idea that they have. Uh, and so it 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 is a beg, it does beg the question of how do we reverse that you know how do we how do we get good examples of like masculinity and or just like i examples of like it doesn't have to be masculine but just some some face to give these young yeah. boys that they relate to you know that they can say oh like it's normal to, to feel the way i feel yeah yeah you know like i feel like I don't know. I feel like, and unfortunately, it's just that the the right wing is much more effective at targeting, you know. Yeah. And and not to be too uh, pointed, but I feel like it's like they're targeting, you know, young white men who are disaffected. Um, a lot of times, feel like they're being targeted because uh, they're white, and that's kind of the narrative that's been driven, you know, for. Their whole lives, basically. Now at this point, I mean, you remember being seven. You know that wasn't really a thing when we were young, but now all these conservatives, conservatives are like, you know, great replacement. You know, yada yada. I'm I'm being persecuted because I'm white, and it's like, how do you how do you reach them? You know, if if all they've been told is that, you know, we don't like them because they're white, and that's you know, dude, legit. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a great anecdote for that. My freshman year of college uh, in my dorm, my roommate was white. Um, we were homies. You know, we would go to the gym together, eat together, walk to class together, the whole nine until the elections, Donald Trump. Mm. Then the true colors started showing up. Right. And, you know, we're in the same dorm room sharing a bunk bed. And like he was definitely. um influenced by all these people right because you remember the donald trump era like we all remember what that was it wasn't and he and i would argue until 4 or 5 a.m in the morning about politics and i my my stance was why donald trump yes he may be a phenomenal businessman he knows how to finesse the system which i think everybody should do regardless of race color whatever you need to finesse the system or else you're going to get finessed point blank period but he would not see why Donald Trump's influence was bad on America as a whole in the sense of like that whole idea. He's what you said. The left side doesn't have a Donald Trump. We don't at all. Right. And the word we masculinity could have been Bernie could have been Bernie. And the word masculinity is a dirty word on our side. Right. And so now he's like calling me snowflake, all this stuff. And I'm just like now I get like, you know, mm-hmm stupid and now i'm name calling mm-hmm. i'm like no this isn't the point of our argument of our discussion right now it's to whatever but like even him in that like starting to name call i can see influences from donald trump right for a president to go on stage in front of the nation and like make fun of anybody that has a disability is insane that like makes the, these young white men feel like they can do that. It wasn't until George Floyd that he, randomly he sends me this long-ass text and is like, bro, I apologize for those years. I finally realized what you were saying. And, like, I know we argued for years and we're still friends, but, like, I finally see it. I'm like, whoa. Like, all those years of arguing him, and talking wasn't for not. And so... You can reach yeah. them is the yeah. thing. You know, you can reach them. You can... You can show them reality, basically. Yeah. I was you know going to say, saying? the like, issue is, is that they're in this not reality of whatever is happening in that, you know, stream of media. And then, you know, all of a sudden they mess up. You know, yeah. they say one wrong thing that they're like, whoa. And then, like, their whole world shatters. You're like, literally. And that's just what happens. Somebody tells you something, you don't believe it. Then all of a sudden you start to see it. Oh, well, over time we're getting there in the politics 
politics of the game, everything, even the Speaker of the House, I think. I don't know. I feel like he's a little bit more um, more bipart. Bipartisan? Oh, no. Kev- Kevin Absolutely Bar- not. Kevin, you don't feel like he's that? He's a staunch Republican, my guy. He's a Trump puppet. <laughs> okay. As much as he, like, disannounced, you know, yeah. Trump or disavowed him, I should say, um, he's still a puppet. He was still, okay. like, you know, he had, he literally had to. Um, Kate some, yeah. to, to that wing of the Republican Party. So, you know, Trump still has his influence, unfortunately. Okay. It's factionalism on all sides. You know? Name it a game. It's kind of weird. Honestly, if you kind of look at it, it's almost like um, they are the progressive wing of the right wing, if that makes sense. But they're fascists, yeah. basically. <laughs> so I love that for us. Hell yeah, brother. I feel so uncomfortable whenever a white man says that to me. He'd be like, hell yeah, brother. Come on, brother. Brother. A media red flag. Oh, I say on, it all boy. the time because I think it's funny. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, brother. It's because uh, this one time when I was in, I went to this like church camp. And anyway, and then uh, both my parents are pastors. I feel like that's an important thing to note. That's why I went to all these church camps. Uh, but I went to the church camp and I left and it was like high school and I was back home and I posted like three different pictures in the same week on every picture. He commented, Hey brother, what's up? Bro. <laughs> so then, so then like Nick, Zach and Andrew and Quentin all like saw it, thought it was the funniest shit and just started commenting, <laughs> Hey brother, what's up on all of my things. So now I'm just like, Hey brother, what's up? Nice. That's the one. It's funny as fuck. Oh. All right, anyway. y'all. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Happy <laughs> MLK Day. It's been about an oh, yeah. hour. Happy New Year. Yeah, long new ass year. Long. How many yeah. times are we going to say Happy New Year? After January's over, it's over. True. But it's still January's January. already flying by. Damn. Yeah, Middle of the pack. Let's make it to spring, boys. 60 days till spring. Let's oh, yeah, it. baby. True. Oh, I'm ready for that weather. I'm not ready for you know who. Appreciate y'all tuning in to Podnum. Till next time, love y'all. Best wishes, and we're out.